want to talk to you today about an incredible gift that has been given to every single one of us. And it's a gift that uh, every, even the babies have. And the gift is a word. But I, I want to talk to you a little, a little bit about words first. You know, words are very powerful. And I was thinking about, well, if I were going to do an outline of this, some of you know I like to alliterate things, and I was going to talk about the power of a word and the purpose of the word and the personalness of a word and the potential of a word. And those things are all included in this. But there is a word that we have been given that is a great gift and an extremely useful gift. Now, as I was preparing for today, I was thinking about what is, what, what's the first word that I say in the morning? What is my first word and, uh, that I actually say out loud? I, I, you know, I may do some things mentally, but out loud, the first words that come out of my mouth in the morning, and this might shock you a little bit, the first words generally are either, good morning, Petey, or, good morning, sunshine. It's the only time in my life, it's the only time I ever call Peter Petey, uh, because he's just generally not Petey. Uh, but in the morning, those are often my very first words. Good morning, Petey. And they're extremely, it's a word. You say, no, it's two words. No, it's a word. It's a word, and it's very important. I am not going to pass my son without speaking to him. And I don't think it's doing any good anyway. Maybe they're recording this for posterity. Bless posterity. Oh, everything's wrong now. Father Nicholas, this thing's useless. Or my first words might be, good morning, sunshine. And sunshine is my favorite name for Mary Ellen, except the name Mary Ellen. I call her sunshine all the time. Those words are important. I am going to, to see my wife at the beginning of the day, and I am not going to say anything. Now, this is a little bit of an aside, but it's a planned aside. Always greet your spouses. Always. You don't leave the house without saying goodbye. And you don't come back in without saying hello. How are you ever going to build a relationship with each other if you don't acknowledge one another with words? They're terribly important. And children, when children come in, hi, Mom. It's not just come in and go to your room. You talk to each other. Words are so valuable, and they're so helpful in, in maintaining and building relationships. Words are very, very important. Now today, I'm going to talk to you about this word that we have been given, this great gift that every one of us has. It's a word, and not only is it a word, but is, it is one of the, probably the two most universal words. There may be others. I don't know. I've never researched this. But there are two particular words that at least Christian people, whatever their brand is, use. 
One is the word either hallelujah or alleluia. It's the same word, but if you're, if you're the Greeks, the Russians, the Jews, uh, Orthodox, Protestants, we all use the word hallelujah. Now, the other word, and the word I want for today is the word amen. It's a universal word. Everybody uses it. Amen. What does it mean? Well, probably what you were taught it means is the best definition. Most of you were taught that it means so be it. Or if you want to be contemporary, yeah. Or it is so. Or I'm with it. But I think so be it is about as good as you can get. And anybody just about can say amen. I remember a homily that Father John Finley gave when he was Deacon John Finley. Probably about 25 years ago, he gave a homily uh, in which at least he talked about the first amen in the divine liturgy. And I want to encourage you on this today, too, because when the priest says, blessed is the kingdom of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, now and ever and unto ages of ages. What ought to come next? But not a, a powerful amen. Now, listen. Uh, by the way, what was really interesting is probably about a month or two after we became canonically orthodox, a Greek priest came to visit us in Isla Vista. And uh, he came with Father Peter, and after the service, he was talking to Father Peter, and he said, oh, my goodness. He said, when I heard that first amen, I knew I was somewhere different from where I had ever been. Now, some of you have never attended any parish besides St. Athanasius. I used to travel a lot, and I've been in dozens and dozens of, of Orthodox churches, very often, here's how it goes. Blessed is the kingdom of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. And a chanter somewhere off in the corner says, I mean, well, it's okay, but people fail to use their gift. And it's not just a matter, for example, of agreeing with Father Nicholas when he says, blessed is the kingdom. This <laughs> Some of you who have been through the philosophical stuff will recognize I am not anomalous, I'm a realist. Because when that word, amen, is said, there is substance in that word. It's not just you're saying, I, I sort of agree with what Father Nicholas just said. No, there's power in that word. Something occurs in that word. It's important. Words can do all kinds of things. Words can alienate. One word can alienate people, can it not? One word. One word can heal a relationship, can't it? I'm sorry can heal a relationship. No can cause an alienation. Just one two-letter word. There is power in words. So, when we come into the divine liturgy, it is something that we do together, and it's, it's not just the priest saying, blessed is the kingdom. 
what's being said is all of us are saying, blessed is the kingdom. How do all of us say, blessed is the kingdom of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and unto ages of ages? How do we all say that? We say that by saying, that's all of us doing it. You know, is there any, by the way, uh, can any kid say, can any child at home just, can he or she just say, blessed is the kingdom of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit? Is that, is that legitimate? Well, of course it is. Of course it is. You know, one of, my, one of the shocks I had when I went to San Diego and we started a women's meeting, and it was a shock to me that they had to have the priest there to say the opening prayer. I said, what do you need me there for? You can pray. And they, well, we're not used to it. Well, anybody can pray. Anybody can, you know, blessed is the kingdom is not the property of the priest. You know, if the bishop's here, you know, usually the priest says it, but it's because the bishop says you can say it. But if the, you know, anybody can say blessed is the kingdom. Can you give a blessing, Peggy? Can you give a blessing to somebody? Of course you can. You probably wouldn't do it with the priest there. The priest can the priest can't give a blessing when the bishop's there, can he? But anybody can give a blessing. Now, well, in order that we maintain order, what we do is we, the priest says this, blessed is the kingdom. And I'll have some more. But, when, but we're there with this gift we have. This gift we have, not just to say, <coughs> I agree with what he just said. Because that's not what it means. It's not just saying, I agree with what he said. It's that, yes, I am part of that. I'm with it. Yes, so be it. So be it. Blessed is the kingdom. Now, not only there. For example, the first exclamation. I love the exclamations in, in the litanies. I love them. They are amongst the finest teaching tools in all of Christendom. Run to the earth, do all glory, honor, and worship. You ready? To the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Yeah. Now, you see, it's not just you tacking on a little nice thing at the end. That the priest said what was important, and what you say is just sort of, eh, it's optional. There's nothing optional about it if you take your gift. You have been given the gift of amen. And your amen, actually, I think it's fair to say, Father Nicholas, the amen actually affirms and completes that exclamation. If, if he says, uh, for thine is the kingdom, etc., and nobody says anything, it's sort of a dud, isn't it? Or, for thine is the majesty, and thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory of the Father, and you better do better this time than you did the last time. <laughs> now and ever, and unto ages of ages. <laughs> you see, you just completed it. It's a gift. We come here to worship God. We come here to praise God. 
We come here to bow down before him. We come here to partake of him. And we are given gifts so that every one of us can participate. And the most powerful part of that <coughs> participation is that amen that we have been given. If we, if we all try to do, for thine is the majesty and thine is the kingdom and the power, I mean, we'd have chaos in here, wouldn't we? <laughs> you know, we actually would. But if you said it, it would be okay. If we all tried to do it, we have enough time doing the Our Father together sometimes. Okay? But we actually all do do it together when we do the Amen. But what we've already learned, blessed is the kingdom, for thine is the kingdom and the power. Thine is the majesty and thine is the kingdom. My favorite exclamation, but I need you for it. For thou art a good God, and lovest mankind, and unto thee we ascribe glory, to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. You see, what I did was almost like a show. What you did was make it real. You used your gift. And by the way, it was just as real there as it was a few minutes ago. You see, you used your gift, but it was part of not just worship, but it was part of teaching. My biggest struggle in 80 years, because I've never known anything but being a Christian, my biggest struggle is to recognize God as a good God who loves mankind. Because I was raised on a God who was just madder than you can imagine. And I figured he was good, but, you know, the first song, what was the first song I ever learned? You all know the first song I ever learned. Yeah, Jesus loves me, this I know, but I just couldn't fathom it. Just couldn't fathom it. I, I'm getting close to the end here. Uh, because if you go through the entire divine liturgy, at so many points, you are given the opportunity to do the part that is so important, without which, honestly, the divine liturgy lacks a lot of punch. You, you know, of course, I think you know, most of you know, that a priest, an orthodox priest, cannot do the divine liturgy without at least one layperson present. Uh, I don't mean this to be contrary. A Roman Catholic priest can do 20, 20 masses in a row, and often do. I mean, 20 in a row with nobody present, especially for the departed. It, it was used to build cathedrals because people paid to have the priest do that. It's one of the reasons we don't. There has to be at least one layperson present for a priest, to, an Orthodox priest, to do the divine liturgy. What's that one person at least supposed to do? Supposed to exercise his or her gift. The gift of, amen, amen, so be it. Yes, <coughs> I'm a part of this. Okay, now watch. I think I've already made the point. So I'm just coasting. Okay. Send down thy Holy Spirit upon us and upon these gifts here spread forth. 
and make this bread the precious body of your Christ. And that which is in this cup the precious blood of your Christ. Changing them by your Holy Spirit. What if nobody said anything? Well, somebody will say something. You know who will say something? The priest. Do you know how disappointing that is? When the priest says, send down your Holy Spirit upon us and upon these gifts here spread forth and make this bread the, bread the precious body of your Christ. And he has to say the amen. Even if there's a lot of people there because they forgot their gift. Or they didn't even know it was a gift. They didn't know they can use it. You understand, I'm not scolding. I'm not scolding at all. I'm just showing this gift you have been given. Who's the most important person in this room? Father Nicholas? Father John? There's nobody who's the most important except Jesus. We're all, we're all a part of this. We come and we do this divine liturgy together. We need the priest. We need the deacons. We need the people. Everyone does his or her part. And perhaps... The most significant part, certainly the most significant part of the laity, the laity is the amen. Because the amen encompasses everything that, you, that is being done. Just watch the rest of this service and see where the amens come. Because what you are doing, the priests will say certain things. And you're going to say, we're going to finish it. We're going to make this thing really work. Amen. Amen. Yes. Finally, you know, even St. Paul in, I think it's 1 Corinthians 14. And he's describing all these spiritual gifts, you know. And then he talks about people speaking in unknown tongues. And he says, if you're going to speak in an unknown tongue, how can the person who doesn't have the gift say amen if he doesn't know what was just said? But you know what is just said. But even the fact that St. Paul describes this is so crucial. He says, how is, how is the ungifted person who doesn't have that particular spiritual gift, how is that person going to say amen? Well, what do I understand by that? I understand by that that the amen is really important. All over the world today, well, <laughs> today is a little different, isn't it? I feel a little awkward today. The reason I feel awkward is because a lot of the world is having Easter today. But on any given Sunday, all over the Christian world, amen is going to be said millions, not an exaggeration, millions of times. Powerful. A word. A word that has power. A word that involves you in the service in something that is indispensable and thus it has been given to you as a gift. And so, as we finish today and as we go on from here on in this Lenten journey and through Pascha and through on, use your gift. Employ the gift. Use your amen. amen. Don't just leave it to the choir. Don't leave it just to the chanters. Use your gift. Use the amen. And God bless you all. Amen. <laughs>
like Tiny Tim.